When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Tea nourishes and inspires. It is an ancient plant-based medicine that simultaneously heals and energizes the body as it soothes the mind. Making fine tea is a blend of artistry and craftsmanship. The $200 billion tea trade is fundamentally local, yet exerts global influence, employing millions to enhance the well-being of all. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Holiday spending chills before Black Friday sales begin. Dar es Salaam debuts a new digital tea auction. And Tea Barter, Cash Short Egypt, offers Kenya a blank check. Plus, Tanzania is the third largest tea producer in Africa. Smallholders farm 48% of the country's 23,800 hectares under tea. Data from the Tea Board of Tanzania estimates that 32,000 small tea holders collectively produce about 40% of the country's green leaf. As Director General, Thofard Nungru is the voice of Tanzania smallholders at the Tea Development Agency, but he also has their ear. In October, I traveled to Dar es Salaam to talk with Thofard and fellow members of the Tea Board of Tanzania to better understand the state of tea smallholders. Today's report is an excerpt from our discussion. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Keilani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia tea estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Holiday Shopping Sentiment Survey foretells a bleak Friday. A YouGov survey of American shoppers finds 52% don't plan to shop for Black Friday deals this year. 28% say they have shopped for Black Friday deals in the past and just don't do so again. They were labeled rejectors in the survey analysis. 33% remain optimistic and will shop again this year. Concerns about their personal finances led another 24% of respondents who have shopped on Black Friday to skip it this year, reflecting declining consumer confidence. The conference board ranking of consumer confidence fell to a five-month low in October, 
along with the first decline in retail sales since March. Hiring slowed, inflation eased, and economists confidently predicted the economy was cooling, not crashing, like they predicted this time last year. But rising prices for everyday products, rising interest, and rising credit card debt are to blame. Unemployment remains low. Fewer respondents said their jobs were plentiful. But almost 14% of consumers are saying they could lose their jobs next year. The New York Federal Reserve said credit card debt reached $1 trillion earlier this year, and nearly 60% of consumers are worried about their ability to get more credit. The Wall Street Journal writes that, quote, Retail figures aren't adjusted for inflation, so slower spending partly reflects the cost for many goods that have fallen in recent months. These include used vehicles, electronics, and groceries like milk and eggs. Any cooling in consumer demand will soothe worries that the summer's spending splurge would sustain higher inflation. A slowdown could raise hopes that inflation will return to its pre-pandemic norm without a recession, the so-called soft landing, end quote. In short, the holidays will still be filled with sheer, but a Forbes reporter advised retailers that, quote, V-U-C-A, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, is the watchword for how retailers must approach this holiday season and 2024 after that, end quote. Key retailers are following the advice to promote the holiday season beginning in October and not let up. Discounting is advised as Black Friday looms. TBiz is talking to retailers and will report on their results after the U.S. Thanksgiving. Tanzania conducted the inaugural Dar es Salaam digital auction this week, fulfilling a government mandate to stop exporting locally grown tea through the Kenyan port in Mombasa. The East African Tea Trade Association, which runs the Mombasa Tea Auction, said the competing auction did not impact prices at its twice-weekly sales. Mombasa is the world's largest tea auction by volume and, in 1992, became the first tea auction outside London to sell teas from multiple origins. Sales of teas from 10 countries are offered year-round. The auction has handled as much as 545 million kilos prior to the pandemic, but volume fell to 482 million kilos of tea in 2022. Tea Board of Tanzania Director General Mary Kipcha said the Dar es Salaam auction will lower costs, increase transparency, and make Tanzania a regional hub providing services to tea-growing countries in East Africa. The auction was attended by Agricultural Ministry Permanent Secretary Gerald Mwili and drew the praise of President Samia Suluhu Hassan. The auction and related infrastructure improvements are part of the National 10-Year Industry Strategy adopted by Parliament. The program calls for increasing tea production from 33,000 metric tons of made tea to 90,000 metric tons annually by fiscal 2930. 
players in the tea value chain will benefit, including buyers, brokers, warehouse operators, and transporters, as well as the port facilities at Tanga and Dar es Salaam, said Kapija. Quote, more Tanzanians will also be enticed with interests in tea cultivation and management, increasing production and quality of the produce, she said. Tea currently generates an average $60 million in foreign exchange revenue from exports. Direct employment is 50000 and rising. Business Insight Tanzania's first attempt to establish an auction was in 2020 when COVID prevented reliable tea transport at reasonable prices. It took another three years to establish. Ten tea processors signed contracts with brokers for the November 13th auction. Discussions are underway with seven more. Nine buyers registered to bid. A shortage of foreign exchange dollars and a bounty of Kenyan tea led Egypt to propose a barter for unnamed goods valued at parity. According to the UN Comtrade database, Egypt imported about 243 million of Kenyan tea last year. Egyptian and Kenyan officials are meeting to reach a deal. Egypt is a major importer of black CTC, that's Qatar Curl, spending about $275 million annually on imports. Kenya is the principal supplier with an 89% market share. Last year, Egypt bought about $8 million worth of tea from UAE, accounting for a 3% share of tea imports, another $8 million from Sri Lanka, also about 3%, $2.6 million from India, and $2.5 million from China. Tea imports overall have declined from a recent high of more than $345 million in 2014 to a pandemic low of $197 million in 2020. Egypt and Kenya are both facing unprecedented scarcity of dollars, according to Ventures Africa. Since October, the Kenyan shilling has lost about 24% of its value against the U.S. dollar, The Egyptian pound has declined 50% in volume following three rounds of devaluation. There is a long tradition of bartering agricultural products from Egyptian-grown rice, onions, garlic, nuts, cotton, essential oils, and citrus, but experts say barters are unlikely to ease the hard currency crunch in Africa. Next, Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru presents this week's India Update. News from India this week. Even as the industry reports a nearly 10% decrease in tea exports in 2023, brought about by loss of the Iran market, the war in West Asia and the Russia-Ukraine conflict, there's been some good news. The Indian tea industry has reported the Emergence of three new markets in Iraq, Jordan, and Turkey, which have replaced the traditional source, Sri Lanka. Because the work to develop these markets has been ongoing for a while. In fact, in 2021, the Baghdad Chamber of Commerce invited India to participate in the country's first ever tea festival. In 2022, Indian exports to Turkey was valued at 7.36 US dollars, 7.36 million US dollars, according to the 
United Nations Comp Trade Database on International Trade. And as for Jordan, over the past four years, there's been substantial growth in Jordan's exports to India, especially with phosphates and potash. While imports have included coffee, tea, spices, sugar, grains, meat, and fish. We now have another new association in the Indian tea industry. Auctioneers across India have decided to collectivize as the Association of Tea Auctioneers. 40% of the Indian tea production is sold via auctions, so it seems that auctioneers have felt the need to come together to promote and safeguard their rights and interests. To form the ATA, 13 auctioneers came forward, and the association was launched on November 10th, just before Diwali, with a ceremonial manual auction taking place at the famed Nilhat House in Calcutta. 795 lots of Orthodox Assam tea was offered, and Gaurav Ghosh, vice chairman of J. Thomas & Co., was auctioneer of the day. Buyers were almost all exporters. The auction took place over six hours, and was the way to bring back the manual auction and all that it stood for and celebrate how things used to take place before the industry transitioned to e-auctions. ATA has also proposed to design and operate a new auction system subject to government approval. The Folk Tea Festival is back. Journalist Mrinal Talukdar is set to host the third Folk Tea Festival in Assam this month. The festival is spread over three days and is a way to celebrate tea, but also about rural tourism. It takes place at the Hatipoti Tea Estate near North Bank in Assam and is organized to promote folk music, local culture, local cuisine, and of course, tea. This year, the festival is scheduled for 24th to 26th November and those interested can book via the website fokti.in where the schedule, the accommodation options and the events are already listed. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Nish. I grew up in an organic tea farm and I founded Nepal Tea Collective in 2016. Tea is not just a beverage for me, but a catalyst for social change, sustainably empowering hardworking artisans like my parents for the past 30 years. I'm on a mission to make the whole world aware of the goodness of Nepali teas and the good that comes from supporting growers in this remarkable land. If you haven't tasted Nepali teas yet, you're missing out. Our award-winning teas are making headlines. Find out why. Visit Nepal Tea Collective's website to get a free sample of this extraordinary taste of the Himalayas. That's nepalteacollective.com. Or just send me an email at nish, N-I-S-H, at nepalteacollective.com. Cheers. Tanzania is a sub-equatorial East African country of 68 million people, that encompasses the vast wilderness of the Serengeti, soaring Mount Kilimanjaro, and tropical Zanzibar, the island of spices. The economy is largely agrarian. There are about 3.7 million small holdings under 2.2 hectares. Tanzania is the third largest tea producer in Africa. Smallholders farm 48% of the country's 23,800 hectares under tea.
As Director General, Hofer Nungru is the voice of Tanzania's smallholders tea development agency, but he also has their ear. In October, I traveled to Dar es Salaam to talk with Hofer and his fellow members of the Tea Board of Tanzania to better understand the state of tea smallholders. Today's report is an excerpt from our discussion. Thanks so much, Thofer, for sharing your insights into Tanzania's tea community. Okay, thank you. It is the beginning of the growing season south of the equator. New buds are sprouting and spring is in the air. Thofer, will you give readers an overview of the situation in Tanzania and the challenges the tea industry faces? Uh, the tea industry in Tanzania is currently going through uh, several uh, challenges and constraints. But we thank God the government of Tanzania has started taking very strong and robust measures to make sure that all these challenges are actually sorted out. And one of the key challenges that is affecting Tanzania in general, not only in the tea industry, is the change of weather. We used to have at least not more than five months of drought, but as of now, actually, that period has uh, almost increased to seven months of drought. That, that is critically affecting the tea industry in Tanzania in terms of production, and, but also in terms of quality. Uh, but the government has started taking measures to ensure that at least we start uh, building uh, these irrigation schemes in various uh, smallholders tea uh, plantations. And to start with, actually, the Irrigation Commission, Tanzania Irrigation Commission has been uh, directed to go and start erecting or build constructing irrigation schemes in Njombe uh, smallholders block farms. Uh, we uh, expect that uh, after the irrigation uh, has started, definitely uh, production will be increased because irrigation uh, by research is said to increase production by almost 40%. We hope that even uh, the quality of the tea that's going to be produced uh, uh, from irrigation is going to be of high quality. That's one of the key challenges that is affecting the tea industry in Tanzania. Besides combating climate change, the government, private enterprise, and non-government organizations are combining to help finance tea processing facilities for use by smallholders. Smaller farmers to date do not own their tea processing factories. They just process their, uh, they just sell uh, their green leaf as raw as it is plucked to the private companies, private factories belonging to uh, the private companies. Now, because of that, smaller farmers by themselves, they cannot be the final uh, decision makers as far as quality is concerned because in the value chain they are just engaging in the production side of green leaf and after selling it is someone else who will be able uh, to control now the quality to the end products. Uh, we thank the government and the development partners particularly uh, the the. Uh, the K International Tanzania and the Kazietu for their initiatives to start now uh, erecting one uh, tea processing factory, which is a special tea factory which is built in Korogwe, and that will be eventually handed over to smaller tea farmers. 
uh, that factory is going to be a module for all the smaller farmers in Tanzania for them to be able now to uh, construct and own uh, such kind of tea processing factories. Now, those facilities will make a smaller farmers be able to control the value chain from the production all the way to the market marketing side. Inputs are another concern. Uh, the government has, has also taken very strong initiatives to sort out the issue of input supply to smaller farmers. Uh, formerly, uh, uh, during the COVID period, the fertilizer price, for example, went over the roof. Smaller farmers were not able to purchase them. Now the government decided to sort out that uh, challenge, decided to put subsidies to uh, the fertilizers. And as the result now, smaller farmers and uh, tea farmers uh, at large have now started using uh, those inputs, the, the subsidized inputs. We do expect that uh, after starting use, use of inputs, particularly fertilizers, then the production crop volume is going to be increased. That raises the issue of quality. The quality is also going to be improved. So I can say that the commitment of the government to ensure that uh, uh, the tea index industry is turned around is very great, very strong. But there is one challenge which is currently affecting the tea industry is uh, because of the erratic weather conditions, we have peak season and a low season. Now, during high season, our, the, the existing tea processing factories in Tanzania do not have the capacity to absorb all the crop that is offered during that time. As a result, much, more, more crop is, most of the crop is left unharvested or once harvested, it might be lost. So we have the so-called post-harvest losses of tea. The tea board has given the directives to all the tea processing factories to ensure that uh, at least they increase capacity of the existing tea processing facilities and uh, make sure that uh, the fact, the, the fact, all the factories are operating efficiently and effectively to ensure that uh, uh, all the crop is accommodated during the high crop season. And the other thing uh, for smaller farmers that we have started taking measures is to ensure that uh, we build uh, satellite factories to absorb excess crop during high crop season. Kenya has an extensive farmer field school training program conducted by field extension officers for small growers. Is there something comparable in uh, Tanzania? Another uh, challenge is the question of uh, the extension services to smaller tea farmers. We had very few uh, uh, extension officers, but uh, the government has now increased effort to employ uh, extension officers, specialized tea extension officers to, smaller, uh, to, to the Tanzania's smaller tea uh, agents, development agents. And currently we have uh, entered into MOU with private companies uh, to provide specialized tea extension uh, services. Now in that arrangement, the, we provide the extension officers and the private companies, they give top up for communication, housing, and transport. Now, these extension officers are given specific areas. We are, we are having shortage of uh, staff. We are working with the government to ensure that more staff are employed so that we can actually uh, replicate such kind of arrangement in the other remaining areas. 
Global per capita tea consumption is up 2.5% over the past 10 years, and demand for orthodox tea remains strong. But in the tea lands, especially in Africa, there is an oversupply of cut tear and curl CTC grades. Will you share your thoughts on keeping supply and demand in balance? Global tea production is by far higher than the global tea consumption. Yeah. And because of that, uh, price, uh, tea prices globally have either remained constant or declining over time. And if that being the case in the future, we expect there will be a crash because the cost of production of tea is constantly increasing, while the prices uh, emanating from tea is declining. They had two suggestions. One was to limit global production, that each country should limit the amount of tea that's being produced. And uh, the other option was to enhance a glo- uh, local tea consumption, yeah. that for each country should work hard to make sure that it promotes local tea consumption, such that uh, the big chunk of it tea is consumed locally. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of TBiz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the TBiz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. Produced by Adavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.